<laughs> Good morning, everyone. Power Life TV broadcast. Pastor Brian. And Pastor Tasha. Here to give you another great broadcast. It is Friday. Friday. Ooh, I like Friday. Me too. Friday is the day, a couple of days before Sunday. <laughs> You know what happens on Sunday? What happens on Sunday? Ah, we see the Lord move. Okay, yeah. You know, we see the Lord move all the time. Well, that's true. Yeah, but you know, we don't have to wait till Sunday to see the no, Lord. No, we move. don't. It's a it's a it's a daily thing. But Amen. I uh, I enjoy Sundays because I get to fellowship with the saints. You know, mm-hmm. the Bible says, "Don't forsake the assembling of ourselves together," as some do. Um, so what we do is we. We uh we get a phone call while we're doing a broadcast. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, when we get together, our faith is a corporate faith, and the Bible says that two or more on earth shall agree as touching anything, it shall be done in my Father which is in heaven. So we're excited about that, but we're also excited about today because today is day. What are we on? Day five? Day five of our fast? Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> You can go ahead and get that. Yeah. <laughs> Let them know. Let them know that uh, we'll call them later. Um, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We have been dealing with uh, what we call. Where's my uh, phone here? Uh, we've been dealing with what we call nine biblical reasons to fast. And um, we've come some way in that. And we just kind of want to see who's online with us before we jump into it. Remember, you can go on our website. It is Word Power Church. Click on the resources tab. And under that, you'll see something that says Daniel Fast for Direction. And um, and you'll find our broadcast notes. We have them all the way up until Friday, which is today. And we've been going over each of the biblical fast that we should take. And... um, we're we're up to uh, the Paul the Apostle fast. So let's kind of give you a recap of the nine fasts that we've done so far. The first one was the Believers Fast, and the second one was the Ezra Fast. Let's see. The third one was the Widows Fast. The fourth one. Am I missing one? Yeah, I'm missing one. <laughs> The, the third one was the Samuel fast. The fourth one was the Elijah fast. Uh, let's see. Today, uh, Yesterday we finished on the widow's fast. Mm-hmm. And today we're going to talk about the, the Paul the Apostle fast. So so we're, we're dealing with some things. <laughs> we're dealing with some things that um, everybody, I believe, is getting a lot out of. I think so. I, I mean, I can't speak for everybody. I can only speak for myself. Uh, I've gotten a lot out of this fast, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So um, let's jump back into it. Let's deal with um, the Paul the Apostles fast today. And this is on uh, page four of your fasting notes, page four of your fasting notes. We're going to go through these last um Four, I believe it is. Paul the Apostle, John the Baptist, the Esther fast, and the Daniel fast. So let's look at that. So the the Paul the Apostle fast, when you look at it, can be found over in Acts chapter 9. Now, in Acts chapter 9, 
what happened with Paul, actually he was named Saul. Right. And Saul had received letters from um, from the Sanhedrin and from the um, from the Pharisees or from the, the doctors of the law at that time and said, I want to go in and I want to bring these Christians to justice, to justice, you know, <laughs> you know, they're 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 out there spilling lies and they're telling up, people to believe on Jesus, you believe on this Jesus, this this radical, this rebel. And so we we're going to go and we're going to bring all these Christians in for justice. Mm. And while he was out there, the Bible says that he was riding his donkey on the road to roadside to Damascus. Yeah. A, a light began to shine on him and it was brighter than the noonday sun. Yeah. And it knocked him off his donkey. Yeah. A lot of times people read that passage and they think, Oh, God was giving him some good news. Mm-mm, right. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Jesus was coming to vindicate. He was, he was he either, either Saul was going to repent yeah, or else Saul was going to die. He was going to lose his life. He yeah. was going, something to, was going to happen. Yeah. But God wanted to protect his sheep. That's right. That's right. And God will always fight for you. And so when you look at the, the Paul, the apostle uh, fast, what happened is uh, Saul had this encounter with Jesus, the, the, the bright light, caused him to go blind so he had to be led by hand to uh this street called straight Mm. and and there he he stayed at the house of judas that's right now while he was at the house of judas and you can find this in acts chapter 9 verse 11 but while he was at the house of judas he sat there awaiting instruction from the lord Mm -hmm. he didn't eat any food wow he did not i didn't know that no he didn't eat any food when 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 um you know i knew that he was blind mm-hmm. and i knew that you know that he was going through a, a traumatic time yeah at that point you know but i had no idea that he was fasting he was fasting he fasted wow. this time and so uh verse 11 so the lord said to him now this is ananias he says arise and go to the street called straight and inquire at the house of judas for one called saul of tarsus for behold he is praying. He is praying. So it right here, it doesn't say he was fasting. It yeah. says he was praying. So it kind of gives you an indication of what you should be doing Why during times of fasting. Right. If you're not praying, you're not fasting. That's right. right. That's right. Come on. If Come you're on. not praying and dedicating that time that you would have been eating food or drinking coffee. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. You know, if you're not, if you're not having special prayers during that time and, 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 uh, conversations with the Lord, right. You know, I think prayer is just a conversation with, with God. The Lord. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're not doing that, then you're not, you're not fasting, right. You're just on a diet. Right. Right. So he was praying and he was fasting and the Bible says that, and, and in a vision, he has seen a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him so that he might receive his sight. So it lets you know that God was speaking back to him. Yeah. So, and then another thing that what, that happens when you're taking time to fast and pray in these special consecration consecrated times to the Lord. Mm-hmm. I believe that's when you get the greatest spiritual insight. That's so good. You know, a lot of times the reason why we can't enter into what God has for us is because we have no spiritual insight. Wow. We have no understanding. Yeah. Verse 13, then Ananias answered and uh, he said, Lord, I have heard about many things. Um, 
so forth and so on. Verse 14. And here he has authority from the chief priest to bind all who call on your name. Verse 15. Wow, yes. But the Lord said to him, go, for he is a chosen vessel of mine to bear my name before the Gentiles, kings and the children of Israel. For I will show him how many things he must suffer for my name's sake. Verse 17. And Ananias went his way and entered the house and laying his hands on him, he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road as you came, he sent me to you, sent me that you may receive your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Wow. So not only did he receive healing, but he received the person of the Holy Spirit, not only received the person of the Holy Spirit, but the infilling mm -hmm. of the Holy Spirit, which mm -hmm. is really two different things. Right. Come on. Now, when when you receive Christ, you receive the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Well, as soon as you get born again. Yeah. So Saul had already been born again. Right. So he had already received the Holy Spirit, but it says that he would be Filled. Be filled. Now it's a different dimension. Different, it's a different dimension of receiving the, the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. That's right. And so uh, he moves on to say immediately, verse 18, there fell from his eyes something like scales mm. and he received his sight at once and he arose and was baptized. So when he had received food, he was strengthened. Mm. So we know that during these days while he was sitting there uh, with no eyesight, no eyesight, you know, and that's, that's pretty good. You know, when you're going through a time of maybe what we call suffering or, or waiting to receive your healing, take some time to fast. Yes. Get some wisdom and instruction from the Lord. That's so good. So we call the Paul, the apostle fast. Uh, you take it when facing major decisions. When you're facing major decisions, go in when you don't know what to do. Take a fast. Yes. Now, uh, also Paul's fast can be found in Isaiah 58 and 8. He says, then your light shall break forth like the morning when you fast. So, oh, that's so good. So the light shall break forth. The day shall dawn in your heart. Mm. You can see things. You can know things. Okay, I got this major decision coming up. So if you want to go from darkness to light. Yeah, Lord, show me what to do. Mm. And now... While you're fasting, he can open your eyes and show you some things. Yeah, I feel like during this fast, God is instructing us and giving us precise things to do. Yeah. Specific things to do. Yeah. And we're seeing supernatural results, too. Uh, so why do we fast under the Paul the Apostle fast? Anytime you're in the dark and you don't know what to do, which job to take. Should you move or should you stay? Mm -hmm. You know, should I marry this one or you know, uh, stay single? Take time to fast. Yeah. You know, don't jump right into the relationship fast. Yes. Fast. Uh, another thing, anytime you have a major decision to make, take time to fast. Yeah. Now, let's move on to the John the, the Baptist fast. John the Baptist fast. This is for influence, for his namesake to grow. Wow. You want the name of Jesus and the influence of Jesus to grow. Yeah. So uh, John the Baptist fasted often, which was a Nazarite fast, or he had a restrictive diet. Oh, that's good. So when you think about the Nazarite vow, you know a little bit about this. Y yes. Well, for the Nazarite, not only could he, you know, for, for, um, I, I know this is pointing to John the Baptist, but another person who took the, the fast of the Nazarite, it was Sam, Sam uh, uh, Samson. Samson. Mm -hmm. And of course, we know that Samson lost his strength when he when Delilah cut his hair. Mm -hmm. And so the the Nazarite was not to drink any strong drink. Mm -hmm. 
was not to eat any grapes or any raisins. Mm. And he was to live a life of honor. Mm. You know, he was supposed to live a life that was honorable. You might say, well, so why couldn't he drink alcoholic beverages? It's because he was supposed to walk in so much honor Mm. and such a higher dimension of uh, the spirit of God that he could not afford to be influenced by a spirit or by spirits or by alcoholic beverages. Mm -hmm. So the only spirit he was supposed to be under the influence of was the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. That's so good. And a lot of people forget how powerful it is to have a mind that's always yielded Mm. to the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. But the Nazarite, when you took a Nazarite vow, you were always yielded to the voice of the spirit. That's so good because when you're looking at for influence for his namesake to grow, you're saying now as a Nazarite, or you're taking that spirit of a Nazarite upon you, well, people will begin to know, mm-hmm. begin to know the name of Jesus by your actions. That's you know, true. you'll have great influence by your actions. Now, uh, imagine the, the, the town drunk. We call him the town drunk because he's always under the influence of another spirit. Yep. You always knew that he wasn't himself. Yeah. He was under the influence of alcohol. Yep. And whatever spirit he was of, he was so much of that spirit that that becomes who he is. Yeah. The spirit that's controlling his life becomes who he is. So what he what that town drunk has actually done is give influence to the name of alcohol. And access. And access. Yeah. No spirit being can be on the earth without a body. Yeah, but you see what I'm saying though. Mm-hmm. Uh, now everyone in the in the town knows that this is the town drunk because of the influence that he, that he's under. Oh yes. So now you can say this because you've been praying and fasting, oh, you're good. under another influence. That's you're so under good. the influence yes. of the spirit of God. Come on. And you're known as this one that can heal. You're known as the one that's always you know, ministering the gospel. You're known as the one that's kind. And you might say, well, I'm not known as any of those things, but a reputation is built one day at a time. Yeah, come on now. So if you're not those things today, start today. Yeah, amen. Start being under the influence of the Holy Spirit today. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and, uh, also, because of John the Baptist, his, of his fasting, he was very influential. We find over in John chapter one, verses six and seven, there was a man sent from God whose name was John, this man came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all through him might believe. Wow. So when you are influential, Mm -hmm. you're causing people to believe. Yeah, most definitely. No matter what you're influencing people on, you're causing people to believe something. That's true. So we want people to believe on the name of Jesus. That's right. That's right. And prayer and fasting helps people believe on the name of Jesus. Absolutely. So why do we fast under this John the Baptist fast? It will cause your sphere of influence to grow so that you can touch more lives for the Lord Jesus. Yeah, and it's very true. John the Baptist was very famous in the town that he was in. Yes, he was. You know, he was the pastor of that day. He was the pastor of that day. Absolutely. People left their cities. Mm. They left the comfort of their homes Mm. to go and be ministered to by John the Baptist. Mm. And we often don't think about it in these terms, Mm -hmm. but Jesus needed a pastor. Mm. Say that. So when when Jesus, before he started his earthly ministry, Mm -hmm. uh, the Bible says that he, he walked, and I believe that 
the the walk that he made was a 70 mile walk mm. through rough terrain yeah if you go back and look at the ancient map maps and see where he walked mm -hmm. uh he had a very hard walk mm. to do wow and he was searching for his pastor yeah come on. and when he went to searching his pastor his pastor said wait a minute you you're the author you're the authority and you come to me mm -hmm. but he needed access to do his earthly ministry yeah that's good from a man who walked the earth mm -hmm. you see even though he was god he never forced his way into mm -hmm. our lives or into humanity mm -hmm. so he submitted if you really read the bible a lot of times we believe what the pastors say. Yeah, that's but since right. if it's something that the pastors are not saying, then we don't we don't really know. Mm. But if you really read the word, the Bible says that not only was he baptized by John the Baptist, but he submitted, submitted. to John the Baptist's ministry. Lost connection. We lost connection. Enemy don't want me to say that out loud, huh? Okay, keep going. Keep going. I think we're okay. Yeah. So not only did he not only did he receive John the Baptist as his pastor, mm -hmm. but he actually worked in John the Baptist's ministry. ministry. That's right. Part of his three and a half years. And you might have said, well, if he only had three and a half years in his earthly ministry, why would he spend some of it walk, you know, walking under a man like John the Baptist? Mm -hmm. And it's because he understood authority. He understood authority. And yeah. he understood order. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, John the Baptist also was called a man in the in the wilderness shouting out, prepare ye the way of the Lord. So mm -hmm. he, he was making the name of Jesus famous. Yes, that was you his know, job. That was his job. And that Jesus, was his Purpose. And Jesus understood that this is who I must be under, an influential person. Well, if you want to be an influential person, take time to pray and to fast. And to fast. Now, let's move on to this next fast. I think this is fast number eight. Uh, this is called the Esther fast. Mm -hmm. The Esther fast is for protection against danger. Now, this can be found over in Esther chapter four. So if you have your Bibles, go with me to Esther chapter four. And I'm going to have to find it here. Here it is. Esther chapter four. Now, I couldn't find it the other day when I was <laughs> fasting, you know, <laughs> I was under the influence of the spirit, but the spirit was fighting against another spirit. Yeah, that I understand. Had taken over. <laughs> I understand. But uh, here we find that Esther had been uh, approached by Mordecai and 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 say you know the people are in danger you know Haman has put out this wicked decree and and uh they're looking to they're looking to kill us all yeah we we uh we've all seen the uh, at least the commercials for that uh i guess it's a series mm -hmm. called the purge i don't mm -hmm. know if anyone's ever heard about it mm -hmm. um but it's a it's a show where the people are given the right to murder their neighbors for like a day or something mm -hmm. like that day. If you want to murder somebody, that's the day to do it because you will not be prosecuted yeah. by the law. Yeah. Well, uh, so because um, Esther's husband and King didn't understand what decree had, you had know, going forth, what the decree meant. Yeah. Uh, they had issued a, a decree. He had issued a decree 
that all of the Jews could be murdered mm -hmm. on a certain day. Right, right. And so what Mordecai did is because Esther came into the king's house. She had spent one night with the king. The king fell in love with her. She, uh, she found favor in the sight of the king. And so now she was in the king's house. And Mordecai in verse 13 of Esther chapter 4 said to Esther, do not think in your heart that you will escape in the king's palace any more than any other Jew. Right. So what Esther wanted to do was just be quiet. Yeah. Since nobody knew she was a Jew, she mm -hmm. she didn't want to tell anybody. Right. She said, OK, we're going to let the purge happen mm -hmm. and I'm just going to keep quiet and I'll be safe and I'll be fine since nobody knows I'm a Jew. Right. Right. And Mordecai was her uncle mm -hmm. and her uncle snuck, you know, into the palace to let her know what was a, that what about was to about to happen. Yeah. First, to let her know what was about to happen and also to let her know that, listen, don't think in your heart that mm. th these laws apply to everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. And on. we often think that way. Yeah. We think since I'm born again. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I can commit I'm a immune. sin. Yeah. And so I'm immune from the punishment that mm -hmm. comes upon everybody else. Mm -hmm. That's what a lot of Christians think. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's simply not true. Yeah. Uh, the Bible says, as long as the earth, remain. earth remains, so shall what? You know, summer and winter, uh, day and night, yeah. seed time and, and harvest. harvest. And right. I might not have said that. Yeah, no, right you order. did it. You did good. But, you know, God is letting us know there's no such thing as planting a seed and not and reaping a harvest. That's right. And so if you look at uh, Mordecai begin to say, don't remain completely silent. He said, don't you know that you probably were put in this house? in the king's house for such a time as this. In other words, the very thing you're running from yeah, is probably, probably what, your purpose. Yes, your purpose. That's right. That's good. Uh, then the Bible says, and Esther told them to re uh, this reply to Mordecai, go gather all the Jews who were present in Sushan and fast for me. Shushan. Shushan. Like Susan, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> Neither eat nor drink for three days or a night or a day. My maids and I will fast likewise, and so I will go to the king, which is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. So and you could imagine she must have been a little bit afraid. Mm -hmm. She must have said to herself, "I need some courage." Yeah, that's right. I don't know what to do, so mm -hmm. that's why we're gonna fast. Mm -hmm. I know I need to do something, so that's why we're gonna fast. That's right. And I'm a little bit afraid, and we so need that's to fast. why. We're yeah. going to fast. And we're facing extreme danger right now. You know, uh, I, I would say this. If you hear that a, a hurricane is coming your way. Ooh, and you know, you know, everybody on the news, they will tell you their predictions over and, and over, over and over. So by the time the hurricane actually lands, you already have a preset expectation mm -hmm. for evil. Mm -hmm. So when you do that, when you hear that fast. <laughs> Pray and fast, even if it's a two-day or three-day or one-day fast. Do it because you you want to receive that protection from that danger. Mm -hmm. um, uh, the Bible talks about in Isaiah 58 and 8, the glory of the Lord will be your rear God. In other words, God says, I have your back. I will protect you. When God sees your sacrifice of faith, when he sees you going out there being serious about uh, expanding your heart for him and wanting more of him. He says, Hey, I got you. Yes. He said, I'll be your rear guard. I, I will protect you during yes. this time of fasting. And what's interesting is that for Esther, God didn't show up in the form of a miracle, mm -hmm. not in the respect that, 
there was no change in the natural order of things. Right. Things. But what God did is not only did he give her wisdom, mm-hmm. but he she he also gave her favor. Right. Right. That's right. He put a special favor on her. Yeah. Even even favor with other people. That's right. That's right. So why do we fast during this? That's the fast. Our time has run out. I want to get to the next one. In a time where life is perilous and dangerous, you need a heavenly protection. That's so good. And then number two, to bring you to the revelation of the complete protection of God, your life will be redeemed from destruction. Yes. Now, here's the final fast. This is the ninth biblical reason to fast. It's called the Daniel fast. It promotes health and healing. Now, again, this can be found in Daniel chapter 10. And it talks about where Daniel didn't eat any meat, Mm -hmm. any sweets, and no bread. Yes. Uh, He just had water for 21 days. Right. So uh, there we know after that, he received a revelation from God and it spoke on the end times. Which is what we're doing right now. We're doing, we're doing, uh, actually we're doing, we, we promoted a seven day fast. Right. But Pastor Brian and I, we think we're going to go forward and fast a little bit longer. Yeah. And you can join us if you want to. We're going to go the whole 21 days. Uh, uh, This is a partial fast and a prolonged fast. That's true. Um, That's a long time to have discipline. Yeah. Yeah. That's a long time to have dedication. That's right. That's right. If you read in Daniel chapter 1, verses 19 and 20, the Bible says that after Daniel refused to eat the king's meat, he asked the king's servant, to only give them vegetables and waters for and water for 10 days. And in verse 20, you see, and in all manners of wisdom and understanding about which the king examined them, he found them, watch this word, 10 times better than all the magicians and the astrologers who were in all his realm. One thing that's going to happen during this time of fasting is you're going to find yourself getting 10 times smarter. Yes. Have 10 times more understanding, 10 times you are sharper. more re- revelation. That's right. Absolutely. If you say, I need some mental sharpness mental and clarity. clarity. That's so good. Uh, you get sharper and clearer yeah. when you fast. Yeah. You can't help it. That's right. It just happens. And even this morning, you know, I was just watching uh, Joyce Meyer's. And uh, don't you think you should feed on seasoned Christians, you know, mm-hmm. people who know the word, feed on who, the word, who have fed on the word for years and years and, you know, they live an upright life. That's right. So I was feeding on jo- Joyce Myers this morning and she said something so powerful. She said, you know, one day I was having a pity party and mm. I was saying, oh, you know, nobody loves me. It's just me and you, Lord. You know, everybody in my family has abandoned me. All of my friends have abandoned me. Boo hoo hoo. Mm. All I have is you. And and she heard a voice of the Lord that said, all you have is it's the me. savior of the universe. Yeah, that's it. That's all you need. You see, what we have Come to see now. in that is that that's, so good. that's exactly right. Uh, you know, we should not have the mindset that we don't want any friends and we don't want anyone yeah. around. Yeah. That should not be our mindset. Yeah. But if we find ourselves in a place where we're feeling rejected and we're feeling put down, we should be reminded that if we have Jesus, we have yeah, more everything. than enough. That's right. We have everything we need. Yeah. If you feed on him, yeah. then you have everything you need from a friend, a loved one. What do you need? Yeah. He says, whatever you need, that's what I become. That's what I become. Amen. So uh, in this final, uh, why do we fast for the Daniel fast? Number one, it helps break addictions to sugar. Uh, it supports the body's detoxification. 
Yes. Uh, it promotes healthy weight loss. Yes. It relieves anxiety and nervousness. We've been in a lot of peace lately. I mean, even, a little when, too much of Even a when things come up, you know, <laughs> when things come up we, that would stress us out normally, we kind of, yes. we, we sit in a place of peace. Uh, it supports healthy inflammation response and promotes joint comfort. Uh, it decreases brain fog. We just talked about that. It helps increase your ability to trust God. Yes. Your faith will go up to a whole Whole nother level level. as you fast and pray. That's right. Absolutely. It improves skin health. Yes. And watch this. It makes you more sensitive to God's voice. I can attest to that. Yeah. I can attest to being more sensitive to God's voice. That's good. Uh, You won't even be trying to say, hear the voice of God. You know how sometimes we go, "Mm." Mm -hmm, (laughs) right. We're really trying to hear what God's saying. It just comes to you, yeah. you know, uh, you, you'll pray, you know, you'll do what you normally do and you'll walk away mm-hmm. and then he'll say a word. Yeah. Yeah. He'll give you a word. He'll give you a scripture. He'll, he'll give you a knowing yeah. uh, that cannot be expressed in words. That's good. That's good. So that's all that we have for uh, fasting. I pray that you received something this week, got a revelation, got correction, heard the voice of God, started feeling better in your body. You know, if this broadcast has helped you in any kind of way, we would like for you to partner with us. Today is Partner Friday. Listen, we're believing God for big things. We're going to have a studio one day. You know, this is our studio now, but I'm looking for us to have a nice background, Uh, nice studio. And to be able to invite in saints and guests who can give their testimonies in a way that will help others. It's going to be so good. Yes, it will. So uh, you can partner with us by going online. You can go to our website, which is wordpowerchurch.com. Also, there's something on there when you get there called the Kingdom Project. We are believing God. We need uh, a few more thousand dollars so, and yes. we'll be able to uh, uh, purchase our land. So we're at a place right now where we need about $64,000. Yeah. And so we did receive pledges already for, I mean, just you announced it once and we immediately received pledges for $6,000. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so we know we only have 64,000 more to go. Mm-hmm. And so if 64 people pledge $1,000 or not pledge, but so $1,000, then we'll meet our goal. Amen. And, and yeah. so that's what we're believing. For. Yeah. So be a part of that. Uh, also, you can go to cash app and give is dollar sign word power church. You can also give uh, on text to give text WPC partner. To seven three two five six, and people have started getting giving on Zelle. So Zelle is info four one two dot wpc at gmail dot com. That goes into our general fund, but we're gonna work on one where it will go into right. our building fund. Right. The only fund that goes into the building fund is the Kingdom Project. The Kingdom Project, which is a PayPal. So yeah. that's the only one that goes directly to the building fund. And so if you're sowing into this. Uh, kingdom project and it is a kingdom project yeah um i just uh uh admonish you to go and, and check it out amen so we love you have an awesome weekend i pray you know you get in don't don't let it blow on friday or saturday or sunday you know <laughs> go ahead and finish it out all right but then you know we get testimony of how people are feeling better seeing better just just doing all kind of things we love you. God bless you. We see you this weekend at our yes. at, at our parking lot. Praise in the Ooh, parking it's lot. Gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Ten o'clock out of ten thousand. 
MF Lowry Expressway in Texas City, Texas. It's the old mall in the mainland. Yes. Uh, parking lot. We love you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The, the Lord, Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The, the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. We declare shalom and blessings over your life. And we declare that Jesus is Lord and he's upholding all things by the word of his power. Be blessed. We love you. And we'll see you next time. Amen. See you next time.